Hi, and welcome to How to Artist with Kim and Bryant. We are two friends who are artists trying to navigate creativity and productivity during these difficult times. Today, we're talking about how to show up for yourself. Most artists have to create on their own and don't have a boss breathing down their neck, so it's easy to push it off for another day, but the art you want to create is on the other side of discipline and consistency. Bryant and I talk about how to trust yourself, how to set realistic goals, and how to frame your mindset to set you up for success. If you're new here, check out our first two episodes on rejection and perfectionism. And with that, this is How to Artist. We're happy to have you here with us. Hi, Kim. Hi. Hi, Bryant. What's going on? Not much. I'm in Chicago. So, new location. Very exciting. How are you? Good. It's another rainy day in New York. I think like the eighth week in a row. Fun. Uh, The outsides uh, reflect the insides of New Yorkers. Yes. Yes. Very meta. (laughs) Very meta. Uh, Welcome back. If you're listening, thank you for the support. Um, Kim and I are, again, just two artists trying to figure this out and see what works and what doesn't so if you've listened so far thanks Thanks for being here we're so excited to have you we as brian said we're two artists i'm a writer and actor and bryant is also an actor that's how we met as an acting school and um being an artist is really hard especially at these times you know we're in the middle of an apocalypse and being creative can feel superfluous sometimes uh so we're just figuring the stuff out together with you and uh thanks so much for listening and if you want to us to talk about any certain topics or anything let us know um but today we're going to talk about one of probably one of the most important things an artist can do which is show up for yourself (laughs) um i just graduated with an mfa and it's not that school is easy, but they have like deadlines and things that you have to do. Like there's someone always telling you what to do. And then after I graduated, I was like, oh, I'm back here where I have to carve my own path and I have to show up for myself and I have to make my own deadlines. And it's really, really difficult. So um, yeah, we're going to talk about that and how we deal with it and maybe give you some tips and tricks. And now I'm thinking about it. And when you said that you finished grad school, Kim and I met in acting school. And (laughs) it's like (laughs) we learned all these things about like how to do work. And we kind of, I at least showed up for myself to not embarrass myself in front of everybody. And I was like, I want to do a good job and I need to impress. And it was kind of like this finish line thing. But then when all that's done and you're out in the real world, it that pressure kind of goes away. And how do you, I don't want to say hold on to that pressure, but hold on to that standard of like, I have to do all this and kind of just like continuously show up even on the days when I don't want to show up. Because I think that's that those are the days that matter more of when you don't want to do the thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, the days that you're like, I would rather do nothing are usually the days that you should. Um, because even if you produced absolutely nothing of that you'll carry on to, like you, you know, if you're a writer and you write a scene that you don't use, you got to know your characters a little bit more. You got to know something that doesn't work. Like it all counts towards something. It's like, what's that saying? It's not the things you do with all the things you do, you know? And, um, 
I feel like the queen of like productivity is Mel Robbins. So I could not mention her. She has those two books, um, the high five habit and five second rule. And I feel like five second rule is so awesome. And it's like, that can be like the thing in your back pocket when you're like, I don't want to show up today. Um, and most of you have probably heard of her, but you haven't. The five second rule is where you literally count down from five, like five, four, three, two, one. And then you go up and you do the thing. And she's like, it's kind of like a rocket, um, like shooting up into space. And it's one of those things where you like make a promise to yourself, like five, four, three, two, one, because it's it catches it before you can like talk yourself out of it. Because you have five seconds to move, or your brain's gonna be like, oh, but I don't feel like doing that, right? So, um, you know, that's why I use that rule all the time, even when like little things, like I'm like, oh, I have to take a shower and I don't feel like it. Like I even get to that point sometimes. So I'm just like five, four, three, two, one. And then you're in the shower and you're, and it's never as like bad as you think it is. You're just like, yeah, this was really fast. I could do this quickly. Um, and you know, like, like Queen Mel Robbins says, you're never going to feel like it. So, you know, just make yourself do it. And before you can talk yourself out of it, essentially. Yeah, that's a good thing that I need to tell myself in the morning when I'm like, I just want to <laughs> lay in bed for five more minutes and then I have to run to work because I laid in bed an hour extra. But that's it's so hard. It's so hard. Like and she talks about how like specifically there's a video that's really funny where she's like she literally slithers out of bed and crawls to the bathroom. And she was like, if this is what you have to do to get out of bed, that's fine. <laughs> so it's just funny that it's just like literally whatever works. Like there's no shame in the game. Like it's like whatever weird thing you have to do to get yourself to show up just do it without you don't have to you don't have to tell people <laughs> you can just do it you could scream in a pillow like i do sometimes <laughs> just do it. hey whatever you have to do no judgment <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and another book that i want we want to mention that both of us are big fans of is the war of art um which literally talks about resistance oh, yeah the war of art i mean besides it has the value of any artist, a dancer, writer, singer, any medium of art, but I feel like it could be applicable to like anybody in any career of just yeah, like yeah. beating resistance, what is mentioned in the book or procrastination and kind of just like overcoming that. And again, showing up for yourself and just not letting the resistance demon or whatever analogy that you want to use uh, take over and just like, talk you out of something i know that kim and i for a long time almost talked ourselves out of doing this and we're just like yeah. we're gonna show up and we're just gonna do it so yeah 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 it's hard like um you know resistance is such a strong thing and it's um what's the quote that you mentioned from the book like it'll talk it'll say whatever it needs to to get you to not do the thing yeah yeah it's very convincing it's yeah. very convincing. It'll like it'll say so many things to get you to stay still, essentially. Like it's like if you stay still, you know what that looks like. It's certain it's you know, you can tolerate it. We you know all these things. And it's like if you take a step forward, well, we don't know what that looks like, you know, or like whatever it's trying to say or like you'll lose all your friends or whatever. So, you know, I was talking to Brian about a video that I posted that like went viral that I wasn't expecting. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I want to post another video because what if I post a video and everybody hates it and then I lose all these followers or whatever, you know, and it's like that you tell yourself of just like preventing yourself of greatness because even completely unrelated, um, but I feel like it's worth mentioning. I listened to 
and completed yesterday all day um the new britney spears memoir i was like too many people are talking about it and i just want to listen to it and i'm like even at the lowest of her lows which everybody can think of 2007 when it was like her worst time or whatever it probably produced some of her best work and people focused on all the negative stuff or whatever but she that lady's strong i'm just gonna say that but um yeah like you could you could be the person that kind of like succumbs to all the resistance and not trusting yourself or whatever or just like do it anyway and be like similar to the video it's not going to be great but you're just going to keep posting something it's not going to always be like a hundred percent but it's going to be like something that you posted that's going to further it because if you were waiting for that one thing that was going to pop off then you probably would have still been waiting yeah yeah exactly and it's like moving forward is going to be messy you're going to fail like it's it's all these bad feelings that you're like willing by moving forward, you're saying I'm willing to have all these uncomfortable feelings, right? So like, even like my script, sometimes I'm like, okay, the script isn't good. I don't really like it, but I need to share it because I need feedback and I need to, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of like standing still, you know, if someone read a script that they liked, then I'll be like, okay, then they'll just continue to think I'm a good writer. But then if I send them this, that's like not that good. They'll be like, oh, she's terrible. Right. But that's what where progress is. That's where, that's where the good stuff is. That's where you grow. <laughs> that's, that's the reason why you go into school for like, imagine if you went into your master's program, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm going to be perfect. I don't need this, but this is the reason why you like go to learn these things and you mess up and you learn from people who are telling you I've messed up before and kind of <laughs> just have to keep doing it. Um, a question I kind of want to ask is like, do you, and I know the answer for it, but what is the biggest like difference from Kim when she first started uh, her master's program from Kim when she finished her master's program? Yeah, I feel like that's that's huge. I mean, like there's a lot of confidence, I think, in the business aspect of things. And like I realized a lot of mistakes that I made before the program of people that I was, you know, emailing my scripts to and things and like even like little things like don't send attachments to emails because then people won't open them. Like I didn't know things like that. So I think the confidence thing is really big. Like I know structure. I know like there's so much I learned in school, the connections that I made in school. So it just kind of reinforced a lot of things like it reinforced that I'm good at this and if I'm not good at this then I have the ability to work hard to be good at it um that you know you're gonna fail like you're absolutely gonna fail and you're gonna fail like quote unquote publicly so like you know class wasn't public I guess I can say but like you're gonna fail in front of people I guess I should say you know um and that's okay and you can come back the next class and and come back stronger so it's just like i guess just trusting the process is the biggest thing that i've learned um from from grad school other than like you know structure and things like that um but i guess this is one question that i've wanted to ask you before as well like oh. not showing up for yourself is so difficult like what's the one thing i feel like i'm putting you on the spot because this might be a, a a uh, difficult question to answer, but like, what's like the one thing that really keeps you from showing up for yourself with, and like doing what you say you're going to do? Like, what is it like, or is it different every time? Like, can you pinpoint like a thing that's under the thing, if that makes any sense? I think um, similar to the thing of, you know, 
I we spoke about this before in a previous episode of if it's not perfect, then I don't want to do it. And you kind of like create all these false excuses of like why this isn't going to work out and um, just any reason of like this is stupid and maybe I'm not talented enough and all these things that are just made up in your head because you have these emotions at the moment, um, which kind of there was a video that Kim and I watched about this woman and I don't want to say her, uh, spell her name wrong or pronounce it wrong, but her username on YouTube is Tiffany TV. And she has this video called How to Rebuild Self-Trust. And she talks about like, you know, you are the person that says, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. I'm going to get all these goals done. You do it for the first two days and then you stop. And then you kind of just give up at that point. And you're like, well, I didn't do it. So maybe it's not possible and this is kind of like reinforcing in your mind the idea of like well i'm not showing up for myself now so it i'm not going to do it and i'm just going to give up and kind of like changing that programming in your mind of this is what we intended to ourselves to do and we're going to do it similar enough even though there's a financial aspect of like you go to work to get a paycheck you show up on time you do your job and then you leave but you can show up for your job, but you can't show up for yourself in something that might not pay right now at this moment, but this is building something for bigger um, to give like a longer answer for it. But I think in short, kind of like I start making up these excuses of why things won't work out and this is stupid. I don't even care anymore. And I convince myself that I don't care when I really do. And it's partially insecurities too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because it like keeps you from because I've heard like, you know, when people are like they don't have like a job or they're in between things or whatever, like a lot of it's like I hear all the time, like, oh, you're not contributing to society. You feel like a loser, blah, blah, blah. And like all that those are valid feelings. But like we don't talk enough about like that person doesn't have a like fulfillment or meaning or purpose, you know, and I think that's the biggest thing is like and you know, you can have a job, you can make a lot of money and not have meaning or purpose in your life, you know, other than just like the paycheck. So showing up for yourself in those ways, in the ways that you really want to create the meaning and purpose, which create happiness in your life. So like a lot's at stake and we still won't do it. Like, it's just so, it's almost like fascinating from like a psychological standpoint, like how much resistance we have to it. And I listened to a podcast that talked about like future you. So let's say like you in January, you know, because the the new year's coming up. So, you know, this is, this is late October and, you know, you in January, whenever we, we think about future studies show that whenever we think about future, you, our brain will like have the same activity as if we think about a friend. So that's how much we like disassociate with future us. We think of it as like somebody else. So they were like, find ways to connect and like make it seem more like you. So they were like, write letters to future you and then future you write letters back. Or like they were like even aged photographs if you like. And there's so many filters on like TikTok and stuff where you can do this. They were like, even looking at an aged photograph of yourself can help. Um, Just like feeling more connected with yourself in some way can really, really help you know, you be like, okay, this person in January, I want them to have these things. So I'm going to feel uncomfortable right now because I know I'm going to embody that person in January. And I feel like that can really help as well. Um, if you feel that connection to future you, which can then hopefully like work through all the stuff that you're talking about, like the insecurities and the, the reasons why you're not showing up because 
fulfillment and purpose is always going to be. And I feel like that kind of like goes along with past you, I would think, because like, you know, when people say do something that your future self will be proud of, but things that people have done, I have a couple of friends that write a letter to themselves in the future. And then it's kind of like them reading that letter and it's their past self saying, look how far you've come or whatever, or that little child in you. So I think it kind of works both ways of just like making that person future past proud. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I used to do that with me and my friends. We'd write a future letter like at New Year's for the next year. And that didn't help. Like that might help some people, but that didn't help me because there was too big of a gap. Like a year's too big where I like I would forget about it. So I'm like, oh, if maybe if I did like a month or even a week, you know, like this week, I'm going to show up for myself all week so that by next Sunday, you know, I'm I'm in a better place. Yeah. So it's like modify whatever you have to to make it work. <laughs> Um, and like planning ahead, I think is big too, because it's like, like everyone's saying like set up your workstation to, so that all you have to do is just sit down. And when you open your laptop, like, you know, if I want to write something, then like I'll have whatever project uh, up on final draft, which is like a screenwriting software up on my computer and I'll have all my notes out. And then I just literally have to sit down and start. Like, is there anything like that that you found has helped or maybe hasn't helped of like, you know, planning ahead in that way? No, I think always planning ahead um, of like making a list for yourself, preparing for the night before, um, which is something I know I can be better at. Just like you have all the things there, like you don't have to run out of your house in a panic if you literally prepare all your stuff for the day before, have everything ready, just, you know, have all that stuff. And again, looking at your future self of like, how do I better self, uh, better set myself up for success? Yeah, yeah. Like, how can I do this so that this because the so many writers like I think it was like Neil Gaiman so many writers talk about the hard thing about writing and this is the hard thing about any sort of creative endeavor is literally just sitting down to do it like the actual thing isn't as bad as just the choice to sit down and do it so anything that you can make you know like the least amount of resistance that you can create from the path of you you know getting up in the morning or whatever coming home from work or whatever it is to sitting down and doing it um, and then it's so important. One of the things I feel like we really need to mention that um, I wanted to, you know, Bryant to talk about is like not showing you that this is not an option. You know, like if you don't show up for yourself, then you tell your brain like, oh, yeah, I can just do that. I can just not do it. That's so much easier. Yeah. You know, so like the consistency throughout it. I know you have some thoughts on this that oh, I wanted for to share. Sure. This kind of like goes into the video I mentioned before that we'll put in the show notes, but I feel <laughs> like the, the consistency of it all, like if you are constantly doing that thing that you say you're going to do, whether it be I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning, I'm going to go to the gym however many times a week. And if you're constantly not doing it, you're telling you're proving to yourself like, oh, I don't take this seriously, so I'm not going to show up for myself. So it's like, how do you talk better to yourself and make it a priority to like not be ashamed? Because even I know I've set things up for myself where I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then like a week, two weeks in, I just stop. And then I kind of just accept that as the reality of like, oh, I guess this thing can't be done. And it can. You just have to like find time, whether it be use the five second rule and just doing it. Um 
I know that the War of Art, it has a chapter where it says, like, carve time out for yourself as an artist, as if you're clocking in for work. If you go in for a nine to five job, you can clock in for yourself eight to nine or whatever the time frame may be and just be like, this is the time I'm going to be a creative person and I'm going to do the thing that I say I'm going to do. Um, and I think, again, you're not showing up for yourself is like reaffirming to your brain like oh i just don't show up for myself and i'm just going to accept it when that's you know that's just like psychological and you can find ways to do it um which i kind of wanted to get into like starting with what's a realistic goal or what have you done for your own self of just like showing up for yourself even for the times that you don't want to do it um is there any like tips tricks things that you've like had to kind of like remember like oh I need to do the thing yeah 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 I mean I think yeah like I love what you said because it's like creating an identity of like someone who shows up for yourself you know um which is which it's hard to do and it's like how how do you do that how do you create an identity of someone like I love myself and I, I I prioritize myself I put myself first and I think small changes over time because I'm so guilty of this like this is a problem I've had my, my whole life anytime I'm like I'm gonna make a change I like dive head first like I'll work out so hard that I will be useless the next day and then you can't work out for like a week because all your muscles are injured you know like you need to like make small changes everybody does that like I'm yeah. the I'm the king of doing that where I'm like, I'm going to take over the world. And I do like eight <laughs> things that I say I want to do. And then I get overwhelmed and I just stop. I'm the master at doing that. Yeah. It's like, cause you get so inspired and then you, and, and this all comes back to trusting yourself, which is like essentially the whole thing that we're talking about is trusting yourself. And it's like, because you're, you're inspired now and you're so afraid that you won't be inspired later that you want to make all the changes now and make all of these habits so that you just then become this person immediately. But yeah. if you trust yourself, you're like, I can make changes over time. I will be consistent with this. If you create that identity, like Brian was talking about, then like you can make smaller changes over time so picking one thing and like waking up early is a, a great thing like waking up early or like taking cold showers like something you can do in the morning to self set yourself up for the rest of the day so you had a success early in the morning um and it's something that's difficult to do so like you know taking a cold shower and waking up early are just two very very difficult things to do um and then just do them in small increments. So pick one thing and do it in small increments over time. So like if you want to wake up earlier, wake up 15 minutes earlier for like a week or a couple of days and then 15 minutes earlier for the next couple of days. Or, you know, just do a cold shower for like, you know, 10 seconds, <laughs> which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're doing it, it's a lot, um, you know, and then increase that to, to 20 seconds and then 30 seconds and then keep going until you're just taking a cold shower. So, you know, it's, or whatever your goal is, half, half a shower or whatever. Um, so it's just like small changes over time. And then once you have that goal, okay, I'm waking up early now, then you can do the new change and then you the new thing and the new thing. So it's just like, you know, you're never like done. You're never like cooked. You're never like, I'm a perfect person now. So you're hopefully going to be making changes for the rest of your life. So just start that now. You're now a person that is constantly working on themselves with that identity. You know what's also something crazy that I was thinking about, like for and Kim and I talk frequently and she knows that for work, I've had to wake up very earlier than I usually go. Um, so I had to be at my job at 545 in the morning, which mm -hmm. I'm not very much a morning person. I like to sleep in a little bit, but I was like, I have to do it for work. I have to get up early and I was showing up early and 
I was thinking to myself on one of the days, like, wait a minute, I can wake up early for the job that, you know, I have to go to this early. I can surely wake up for myself this early mm-hmm. and thinking of it maybe as a how do you reward yourself for doing that? Because sometimes there's a book that I can't think of right now, but they talk about making a task sort of like a game where you do the thing and then you reward yourself afterwards. Uh, if I wake up early, then I can have a cup of coffee, whatever time, or something's kind of like trick your brain into like, this is the reward system of I'm going to do this for myself. Yeah, it's like, it's this is this is who I am. So this is, you know, I woke up early, I showed up for myself, and I'm going to have some type of enjoyment, you know, like, it's like, it's also not fully depriving yourself. <laughs> which is which I think is important too like I like that balance of like enjoying your life and showing up for yourself because it can't all be work because you it's you'll burn out but then you know the other side of that is not moving forward at all which we talked about as you know one of the the worst things you can do <laughs> with this very limited time you have on earth um and I think you know War of Art talks about this too but like eliminating distractions or like cheap ways of of uh like cheap paths, I guess you could call them. And what like a good example of that is, you know, like staying out of trouble, like the War of Art talks about like getting in trouble is a cheap way of getting attention. And it's like attention is just like this thing that feeds us that can, you know, uh, take our effort away from what we really want because working yourself feels really lonely, you know? So you're like, okay, I want attention. So I'm going to get myself in trouble and that's going to delay me. Or, you know, I'm going to get myself involved in like someone else's drama or whatever it is. So it's just like being honest with yourself about like what distractions are in your life or what behaviors that you have and like working through them and being kind to yourself. So you're going to be like, okay, I'm realizing getting in trouble because I just want some attention. Then it's like, okay, I deserve to have attention. You know, if that's what I want, if that's what I'm craving. So like, what's a healthier way to do this? you know um then that's a little bit better than at least i found (laughs) than you know uh being being mean to yourself um being mean to yourself is never the solution to all of it but yet we always resort to that and it's like we like you and i can sit here and talk about like oh my god kim you're so great or you could say Brian, you're so great, blah, blah, blah. But then the inner thoughts that we have for ourselves that we're just like, we're awful and we didn't do this and we're, you know, it's it's insane. So um, I think inner thought is also a good thing of just like shutting off that part for yourself and remembering that it's just thought and it's not reality. And you can kind of talk, you could literally talk yourself out of something or out of something. Yeah, it's true. Like you're twice. I'm sorry. I said out of something or out of something, but <laughs> I know what you meant. Like out of or in of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. Like your perception, like the older I get, the more I realize, like, like you're kind of like your upbringing is like ingrained in you, like how you were raised and where, where, like the location you lived at and the type of, you know, environment you were in and like all these things. And, and then the personality that you naturally have in that environment, you know, like all these things are put on you. And the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, I get to choose what I think about this world. Like a hundred percent. I get to choose. I get to choose what I think about me. I get to choose what I want to do. Like literally everything is a choice. And, um, you know, some people are in situations where choice is an easier thing. And then some people are in situations where making a choice can be super difficult. So, not minimizing, you know, some some situations being difficult, but like you can choose whatever you 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 think about things. So, you know, making these small changes over time can change the way you think about things, the way you think about yourself specifically. Yeah. 
you know, and I feel like that's big is being like, I'm the type of person that shows up for myself. Like, I don't believe that right now, but I can certainly work towards it to be like, I'm the type of person that shows up for myself and prioritizes myself. Um, you know, like your brains are powerful things. Oh, I feel like that's a whole other episode we could talk about. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, But yeah, I think, yeah, being kind to yourself, finding ways to show up for yourself, not not judging the things that you have to do to get there. Um, You know, it's it's just so important because it's like, how do you make a fulfilling life? Well, I kind of want to segue into our section that I'm going to call Friends Corner for now because I can't find another creative thing to call it. But we did a survey and asked our friends um, questions related to like showing up for yourself and how do you show up for yourself. Um, And the response that I got was pretty interesting. Kim, do you want to share yours first? Yes. So I asked a couple of friends and the the most interesting response I got, um, the person wanted to remain anonymous because their job is kind of weird. <laughs> um, but they essentially said, um, hang on, let me scroll through. Um, and this is kind of like a weird thing, but I love it. And I've never really like done this before so I'm going to try it this week where they kind of like pretend to be somebody else and this is like this goes in line with like what you're saying about work where you're like oh I'll show up for work but I won't show up for myself and I feel like a lot of people are like that so she'll pick someone that she feels like shows up for herself or she feels like is confident or like whatever it is that you're trying to do for for this example it'll be like someone who always shows up for themselves or prioritizes himself and she'll just take on that person's like essence or personality even so she says sometimes she goes as far as to pretend that she is actually that person or she'll you know in other instances maybe she'll pretend if she has to like keep her personality for like a meeting or something she'll pretend that she has the same level of confidence as this person you know so like if you're like i'm gonna have Beyonce level confidence in this meeting (laughs) you know so like that's an attractive option to me because I'm an actor so I'm like oh that sounds great um but I just never thought about it in terms of like how you show up for yourself of like borrowing it from somebody else like I've heard of stealing in terms of like scripts like oh you know write a script like Greta Gerwig or whatever and then you'll find your own style but I never thought about it in terms of like who I am in the world as a person if that makes any sense yeah no that makes sense of just like um and i mean this goes into like different forms of acting of like if you want to do maybe method acting of you're embodying this character type of thing um yeah my so an interesting thing which i was like "Hmm, maybe i should do this my friend said um who also i will We'll just put it anonymous. We don't have to tell our friends or whatever, but they have a picture of their younger self. Oh. So I think that's a good thing of just like you look at that younger person and be like, okay, we're doing this for you. And this is, um, you know, you never would have thought that this was possible. So I think that could sometimes be a good motivator. Oh, I love that. Like, 
because you kid you doesn't do anything wrong right so like you can be like oh well, I'm like a, a crappy person or whatever but it's like well that person isn't that little innocent kid isn't yeah I love that it's like another version of like putting somebody else on so it's like putting younger version of you on um I love that oh I was blonde when I was a kid so it's a redhead when I was a kid no stop are you serious okay so serious. you're sending me a picture after this <laughs> I will. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I love how we both just <laughs> just went from to like poop brown together. <laughs> we'll put our poop browns together. Um, and we're the same age too, so we both we literally did it together. <laughs> just, we didn't know each other yet. Um, but yeah, I mean that's all I got. I just feel like this is so important. This is probably one of the most important episodes um, is just like showing up for yourself and the ways that we can do that. And we did an episode on uh, perfectionism and things like that, which also can keep you from showing up for yourself. So if you feel like you deal with that, you can check that out as well. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for for being here. Anything else that you want to mention, Brent? Nothing. We're wrapping up. Um, thank you again for being here. Um, if you have any questions or ideas or things, we're still trying to figure this all out. And we're just talking about showing up for yourself. We're here showing up for ourselves and each other. So um, hopefully this helped you show up for yourself today. And um, thank you. Please leave five stars, uh, thumbs up, whatever <laughs> the case may be. And um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. And get an accountability buddy, which we didn't talk about yeah. <laughs> that we're doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode. Uh, we got a lot of really cool ones planned that I'm really excited to talk about. So, you know, hopefully they'll just keep getting better. Um, thanks so much for joining us, guys, sticking with us. And we'll see you next time.